Thank you for tuning into the Model Connection Podcast. I am your host, Eric Harrell. Please like, follow, and subscribe on social media and everywhere you get your podcast. Links are in the description. With us today is a very special guest. Hi, my name is Thomas Neal. I am a professional photographer from Huntsville, Alabama. Also co-host the uh, North Alabama Photography Meet and Greet, as well as the Central Alabama Photography Meet and Greet. And I'm just... uh, Glad to be here on the Model Connection Podcast. Thomas, I want to give you my sincere appreciation for you driving from Huntsville, Alabama, <laughs> all the way to Murfreesboro. 100 miles or so? Yeah, close to it. Man, I'll I tell you what, you have got my deepest appreciation for doing that. I mean, I, I, so, I so thank you for doing that. So tell me, Thomas, how long have you been a photographer? I, I've always had an interest um, I took, I, I, I was deployed to the desert in 1991. I took a camera with me. Um, thank you for your service, Thomas. Not a problem. Um, I started seriously about seven years ago when my daughter was in high school, um, high school band kind of thing, just trying to take pictures. And one thing leads to another and people ask, Hey, can you take my picture? Can you do this? Can you do that? And it, it just kind of snowballed from there. What was it like being a photographer for the high school band? How did you do that? It <laughs> <laughs> had to be one tough job right there. <laughs> um, running with gear in one hand and the f- camera strap around the, and trying to take pictures and keep track of, of kids and uh, – Anytime we moved that group of kids, we had about 30 parents with us. Okay. So everybody's, it's a, it's constant movement. And then when they're on the field, it's constant movement. It's a, it's one of the most difficult things to shoot I've ever tried to shoot. I'd be up, up in the stands with the wide angle lens. Just shooting <laughs> the whole formation. Yeah. yeah, the whole formation. Yeah. Yeah, I've done that. <laughs> I think you are the first photographer that was ever a band, high school band photographer, oh, and it's, I mean, wow, I mean, that's, that's got to be one tough job right it's, there. Uh, you know, up at four in the morning on the bus at 530 going out of town. Oh, man. Uh, you know, practice, practice, practice. The, those kids will rep a show during the week 100, 200 times yeah. to put on a 10-minute show. Right. So you're, you're, all, all I got to do is keep up with them. And not only did you do all of the band the competitions, you did the football games as well. We, I never tried to photograph the football games. Hi, okay. I had, I had my hands full. There Cold were, weather, rainy weather, uh, you were out there. You in know, it. if they're out there in it, I'm out there in it. Wow. Uh, th- there were times when I would, when I would say, you know, I'm going to shoot video, and I'd go if it was yeah. a s- small stadium. Yeah, and I'd go up the bleachers and and stand there and shoot video. I've been on top of press boxes shooting. Yeah, you know, crawl up the ladder to the uh-huh. attic and go out into the top of the press box. Yeah, um, yeah, just to just to get the photos because you know, twenty five thirty years from now when they have a reunion, they're going to say, well, "I wish we had some pictures," and somebody will say, "Hey, yeah, there they go, right there, yourself, right there, yeah, got them right there," you know. After your life as a band, as a high school band photographer, what came next? Started shooting portraits. Um, you know, how, how most people start, 
they uh you start shooting your kids and then then maybe your spouse pictures get shared to social media people right. get tagged then people start contacting you right and you know word of mouth gets out um then it starts with hey can can you do uh can you do my friend's senior portraits right you know everywhere i've called to get senior portraits wants two thousand dollars to do senior portraits mm-hmm. or something ridiculous mm-hmm. and and sure i'll do the senior portraits no problem um I got involved with the with the meet and greet group. I was just looking for some place to go mm-hmm. to shoot. Yeah. Um, now we're doing one of those a month in Huntsville and one in Birmingham. Uh, so I, you know, I drive to Birmingham to shoot. Uh, drove to Childersburg a couple of weeks ago, which is in Talladega County. Okay. Uh, we've got one set in uh, in Huntsville, and we're looking at one in Elkton. We're kind of we're kind of all over the place. Mm-hmm. Uh, we drove to Fort Payne. Uh, that wasn't a meet and greet, but some of us drove all the way over to Fort Payne to shoot there, people that we had met. Um, the more you shoot there, the more your photos go out right, on right. the social media and get mm-hmm. tagged. And the more people see them and people start messaging you, um, hey, I've got a wedding coming up. Can you know? Are you available in October to shoot a wedding? And things just happen. Um, I, I've found that you don't really have to spend a whole bunch of money on ads and that sort of thing. If you take good photos, right? Have your work speak for itself. Yeah. For someone that has has a never been to a meet and greet such as what you're putting on in, in Huntsville. What can a new person expect when they first drive up? It is not what you see called a styled shoot, where people go from one station to another shooting something that's pre-posed, and everybody walks out with the same photos. Mm -hmm. It's more of a shootout format. Mm -hmm. Uh, What will happen is... I'll be there. JJ will no doubt be there. JJ McCrimmon, my co-host and the person that started it all, uh, no doubt he'll be there before I am. Um, photographers will show up. Models will start to show up around noon, and people will just pair off and go shoot. The less bashful ones will pair off and start to go shoot. Right. Uh, other photographers will follow. It's not unusual to see... Uh, a model and a photographer pair up and start shooting somewhere and you look around and there's another photographer there and one there and they're kind of shooting from different Mm -hmm. angles. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, maybe they're not completely comfortable shooting with a model and they're, they're watching to see uh, the interaction between a photographer and model, right? How directions go and how the, the conversation that goes back and forth and, you know, walking up to the model and say, hey, this is what we're getting and, mm-hmm. and talking about the image and going back and trying right. it again. And that whole feedback loop that uh, you don't really know is supposed to happen until you see it happen. Right. Mm-hmm. You, know, you may walk around. It's it's a large area we're shooting at Monday, but you may walk around. You, you may wind up shooting with, with 10 different models right? from mm-hmm. noon to four. And in reading a previous post, it's, it is not – just local models either, is it? No, no. 
we, uh, we routinely have models and photographers from Nashville, uh, Chattanooga, couple from uh from dalton we've had people come over from atlanta uh one model has driven in from augusta wow uh we've had a couple come down we had a couple come down last year from louisville mm-hmm. it's it's more of a regional right yes. thing than it yes. is a, a local and that is also a great way to learn yeah Pick up tips. I did that myself back when I was beginning, okay? So I know exactly what you're talking yeah. about. That is, it's a great way to learn, pick up tips, and also to network. Yeah, pick up the camera, point it, push the shutter button, mess the shot up. Mess it up. Yeah. And, and, and you look at it in the back of the camera and you say, oh, man, what was that? And you grab somebody that's standing close by. It looks like they know what they're doing. You say, what did I do? And they say, they tell you, and then fix it and take the shot again. And preferably, if you get advice from someone that's got the same make of camera you do. Yeah, that helps. They can figure your problem out. You know? That helps. <laughs> you know, he helps a great deal. <laughs> I, I, it's easy to get involved in one of those things and walk out after four hours with five or 600 shots. Yes. And, and what we tell people when they're new is, look, slow down, take a breath. Frame your shot, you know, compose your shot, think about what you're doing, push that shutter button once. Don't push it 10 times. After all these years, what keeps you motivated? I just like doing it. Okay. You know, I, I, I like going out and, and the thing of, of meeting new people, the collaboration, the... When we get through with the collaboration, we wind up with a product that is better than either of us would have put out by ourselves. You know, the, we start bouncing the ideal back and forth. Mm-hmm. And sometimes an ideal will change half a dozen times before we ever get to the location to shoot. And sometimes it'll change half a dozen times when we're at the location yes, to shoot. Yes, it will. Yes, it will. And, yes. and when we wind up, when I get that shot... And a lot of models who I've worked with will, will tell you, you know, from time to time, he'll just grin and start, <laughs> yeah, all right. And, and, and they know because I'll go show them. Uh-huh. And, and the model will look and go, oh, wow. And it's like, yep, there we go. You know, all that planning back and forth on Messenger for the past month, all the mm-hmm. back and forth um, resulted in, in, mm-hmm me giggling and the models saying, oh my goodness, yep, that's exactly what we were looking for. Well, actually, this is a lot better than what we were looking for. As Hannibal on the A-Team used to say, I love it when the plan comes together. Yeah. (laughs) Even if this wasn't the plan, this is better (laughs) better than the plan that I had. I love it. That's a good thing. (laughs) Never assume your plan is perfect. Your plan is not perfect. Oh, no. It's like also, it's like a Murphy's Law. If anything can go wrong, it, it will. I don't like variables. I will hyper-plan a shoot. I tell, I'll tell a new model when we're planning a shoot, I'm about to drive you crazy planning the details yes. for this shoot. Yes. Because it a takes de- it. Yeah. It takes it. A detail that is left unaccounted for will occupy shooting time when we get on site. Yes. Yes. I want it so planned out 
that when we get there, we could, we're not going to, but we could, if we wanted to, just get out of the car, wave at each other. She goes over, because I even get satellite photos of the location, Google Earth photos. You know, this is where we're going to be. I know the time of day. I know when solar noon is. I know where the sun's going to be. I know everything before we get out there. And the model could walk to the spot because she's already seen it on mm -hmm. photos, and we could start shooting and never say a word because we planned it to that level. So we're not spending 30 minutes, a half hour, you know, uh, uh, 30 minutes, half hour. That was silly. 30 minutes to an, <laughs> an hour. Wow. Um, you know, nailing down details and fixing mm -hmm. uh-ohs. Yes. I don't want any uh-ohs. You know, we're, we're there to shoot. Let's spend the time shooting. Every minute that we're dealing with an uh-oh, something that we didn't plan for, is a minute we're not shooting. Taking the Google Photos, that is called being prepared now. You 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 scout that area. I I usually shoot areas that I have gone to numerous times. I know lighting, location, everything. But but whenever you go to a new location, mm -hmm. that is a great idea. Mm -hmm. Wow, that yeah. is that is called being. A, a professional. You you look up the photos. You look up the terrain. You look up, uh, you know, where your 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 site, uh, your line of sight. You look up what's going to be in your background. If I'm standing here versus mm -hmm. here, you check out all of that stuff, um, so you don't get to the site and and you know you think you've got the perfect shot and and there's a, a campground in the background yeah. or something. Yeah. Um, you 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 check. Solar noon, right? Yes. On, on your watch, you know when sunset's going to be down to the minute. You know when the sunrise is. Hey, can we do some sunrise photos? Hang on a minute. Mm -hmm. and look up when that is, so you're not out there thirty minutes early or thirty minutes late. Yeah. Thirty minutes early, you're standing around wasting time. Thirty minutes late, you've missed the whole thing. Right, you've missed everything. So you 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 do that with that precision. And everybody gets in, gets their shots, everybody's happy, and you're not having to reschedule, you're not having to reshoot, you're not having to do any of that stuff. You're spending your time and energy doing what you're there to do mm -hmm. rather right. than, oh, man, there, here's, a, here's a wardrobe problem. Yes. Here's, you know, um, I, I'll ask, you know, who's going to do your makeup? You're going to have your makeup done when you get there. Um, so we're not waiting for 15 minutes while we're sitting in the car mm -hmm. doing makeup, we right. we want that done when you get there. Um, you know, the, the the little things are not little things. No, they're not. The, those little things, when you're when they're part of the progression, can turn into an enormous thing. Exactly right. Yes. <clears throat> um, what has been the hardest part for you? Preparation. What? Planning. Editing. Editing. You know, sitting down at a computer and doing one thing. Yeah. It, it, you know, you, I, I have to, I'll edit after midnight. Wow. When there's no one's calling me on the phone. Yes. There's no dog wanting out. There's no cat wanting in. There's no, there's nothing else going on in the house because I, I have to be able to sit down and focus if I've got, 50, 60 shots from a set. I need to sit down and I need to start at shot number one and I need to go through 
that 50 to 60 shot set, first thing I'm going to do is, is call them and then go through the ones I want to edit. Um, I try to shoot so the editing is minimum. Thank you for saying that because I'm the same way. Uh, I, I hear people, I see people on social media say, well, I spent three hours editing this photo. Why? Why? Yeah, why? You, you, you Odds are you, you didn't have a real good photo. What took 30 minutes? Okay, if you're doing a composite for people that are watching and getting mad, uh, if you're doing a, one of those really complex composites, I can see it. Okay. Okay, that's... But your 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 standard portrait, what what takes so long? You know, take take the time. I was doing a senior portrait um, several years ago. There was a stick. This is the this is the mindset. There was a stick laying in front of the the uh, guy I was shooting. And I said, "Oh, hang on a minute, hang on a minute." And I, I walked up and grabbed the stick and tossed it out. He said, "You just take it out in Photoshop." I said, or I can just throw it over there. Wait right now, and then I don't have to take it out in three different Photoshop, three different shoots and uh, shots in Photoshop. Mm -hmm. Now this this took me ten seconds to walk up and and throw the stick. It's 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 easier to get it right in the camera. That is my mentality exactly, exactly. Um, can people over edit? (laughs) <laughs> did you see my facebook post earlier today <laughs> uh honestly i've been so busy today answering emails uh, I, and could, text I, messages. Could, no. I could show it to you but it's <laughs> i don't know if it translates well to a podcast um the the actor um i forget the movies he was in but uh oh yes i did see that yes yes i did it's got him before yes. and after and uh-huh. he's got the skin smoothing filter on it <laughs> way too much <laughs> and my my caption is stop it <laughs> yes i remember i remember that now just yeah, I remember stop that. <laughs> you know there, there there's a way to do it there's there's if you want some skin smoothing done fine but there's a way to do it and, and when you when you use those filters i don't know what app it's on uh and and it it removes your nose um, it, it, it's when the skin smoothing filter removes your nose, you've overdone it. Mm-hmm. You know, and I call it the Voldemort filter, you know, from, from Harry Potter, because in, in the end you, you look and you're like, well, she looks like Voldemort. <laughs> and, and I really can't believe that she thinks that looks good. It, it's, it's just, it's terrible. In the past, I've always valued or judged whether I want to work with a model by a previous image. Mm -hmm. I want the image that I look at to at least resemble the model when she shows up. Right. Right. And sometimes that's not always the case. She's like, what? Is that you? Yeah, if I I wanted... If I wanted perfectly smooth skin, I could go to Walmart and buy a Barbie doll. Yeah. And set her up and, and shoot. And there you go. No editing necessary. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I I get asked, hey, can you can you edit 
can you take this off? I got a spot on my hand here. Uh, generally, if it's something that's permanent, it probably should stay un- unless you really, really, really don't like it. You know, if it's, it's something disfiguring. I can do something with it. If it's something temporary, you got a pimple. Yeah, we can. Yeah, that's easy. Um, you know, the, the mole that you have right there. Well, you've Maryland. had, you've had that. Yeah. Yeah. The Marilyn Monroe mole. Yeah. I caught right there. You, you've had that since you were six. Right. And if I take it off, when your family sees that photo, that's the first thing they're going to notice is, you know. Or the next the photographer that photographs you. What happened? Where's the mole? Yeah, where's the mole? Yeah. Yeah. That may be what sold them on you, okay? It, it, yeah, editing can be overdone, over-sharpened. Um, I, I, I see people do that a, a lot. Uh, oversaturated. You know, turn, turn that slider on Lightroom for saturation. Just crank it as far to the right as you can go. And, <laughs> you know, yeah. So it, 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 I, I try not to edit much. Uh, partially because it's difficult to sit down and do one thing, um, and and partially is is more a matter a matter of personal style. I think. Yes. I'd rather yes. the photo look like the person I just took a photo of. Yes. yes. Rather than CGI. Yes. I don't have the patience to edit. That's why I choose to try and get everything right in the camera. Mm-hmm. I look at what's in the background, as you said uh, about that stick earlier. I'll move it so I don't have to edit it out. Yeah, or, or crop. I'll try to get everything right in the camera first before I even hit the shutter button. Yeah, before I even raise the camera. Yes, garment tags. Yes, garment those tag. those things on dresses that are used to hang hang the dress up that yes. constantly pop out. Mm-hmm, yes. Those things I'm yes. constantly looking for those, and I'll, I'll put the camera down. Hey, you know, check your uh, whatever that thing's called, and uh, uh, eventually the models that know me will know when I say, "Hey, Photoshop that that thing," and, <laughs> and they'll like keyword Photoshop back in there, you know. Well, Thank you for tuning in to the Model Connection Podcast. Please like, follow, and subscribe on social media. Uh, Thomas, you were nice enough to bring some images with you. So tell our followers what you are, what we are looking at. Uh, there, there's a reason for this shoot. Um, we had originally planned an entirely different concept. Um, this, uh, my, my subject here is is both a photographer and a sometimes model in uh, in Huntsville, and we had planned on doing something entirely different. Uh, this was at Big Spring Park. Um, she messaged me and she said, "Hey, I'm uh, I'm I'm depressed." And, uh, you know, there's a, there's a reluctance sometimes to talk about depression and that sort of thing mm-hmm. in, in our culture. And she was absolutely upfront about it and posted these pictures herself. So I, I don't feel any, any reservations about talking about it. And I said, you know what? That's fine. 
show up anyway. Yes. And she said, well, I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not dressed for it. I haven't put on my makeup. I haven't done my hair. I haven't done anything. I really don't feel like posing. I said, fine. Wear what you've got on right now. And she showed up barefoot in, I guess those are pajama pants. I don't know what they Possibly, are in yes. a, in a, a sweater. Possibly, um, yes. And I, I told her, I said, look, we're not going to pose. We're not going to do any of that. You sit right there and do whatever comes to your mind. However you're feeling, be that. And I backed off. I think that shot was taken at 300 millimeters. So I had a monopod and a, uh, 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 100-400 that I was shooting at 300 millimeters to get distance from her. Uh, so I knew I wasn't interfering, uh, at all. Right. And, uh, we, uh, we shot it, no coaching, no posing, no nothing. In the middle of that shoot, a woman walked over and asked her if she was okay. And of course, I'm back 200 feet 200 saying, feet. get out of my shot. <laughs> you know, you well-meaning good Samaritan, please get out of my shot. That is a perfect example of someone feeling depressed and just wants some alone time. She felt the way she felt. And and often, I, I think we're uncomfortable with depression and that sort of thing. So we try to talk people out of it. And, you know, what I hear a lot is, oh, don't be depressed. It's, it'll be fine. Well, I'm sure that helped. Mm-hmm. You know, the fact is that people are depressed. Yes. So let them be depressed. You know, if if they're not trying to hurt themselves, then it's okay. True. Just let them be depressed and, and they'll work through it and it'll be all right. Mm-hmm. Okay, Tom. What do we have here? That is Joy Bosley. Uh, Joy is out at uh, Fort Irwin or Fort Ord. I forget which. I think Fort Irwin now. Um, Active duty army. Um, We got the wild ideal. I've I've done a lot of shots in, a lot of shoots rather, in water. Um, Kind of a thing that happened by accident once the pictures got out and I started getting messages. Hey, I want to do that. That's kind of neat, especially when it's hot. Like now, you know, crawl in the river and take photos. It's a lot of, it's, it's fun. It's, it's a way to stay cool. And we searched and searched and searched for, uh, wardrobe ideals because, you know, swimsuit in a rental of rivers kind of cliche. Yeah. You know, it's been done. Many times. Uh, you know, it, people scroll by and they say, yeah, okay. Um, we went the completely opposite direction. She said, I have a wedding dress that I found at a thrift store for like $10. Yes. I'm going to do that. Now, this thing has like a 10-foot train on it. And we crossed a river that was chest high to me. I and mean, Joy's considerably smaller than I am. Yeah. But very athletic. Um, we crossed the river to get to that log cause I spotted the light. She spotted the log and, uh, you, you can see where it's brighter over on the right side of the yes. frame uh-huh. and we had shade hanging over and I knew I'd catch reflection off the river to light up the, her, uh, her left side frame. Right. Yes. Um, we got in position and, and she hit the pose and kind of looked out back over my, uh, back over toward the middle of the river. 
and I snapped the shot. Um, I, I have a rule. If you're shooting outside and no one stops to watch, you're probably doing it wrong. <laughs> I've, I've actually made the same comment on a photo recently. <laughs> we had kayakers um, beach their kayaks on the other side to watch us shoot this. <laughs> they pulled up and saw it and drugged their kayaks over uh, to the other side and uh, and got out of the kayaks and were watching us shoot just because the novelty of a you know, of a, of a, of a model in a wedding dress, the, the, it's, it's not what you see every day. It's not, it's not cliched. It's, it's, the obvious question is why is she in the middle of a river? It's well, amazing. You cannot go anywhere without somebody finding you. Well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, what, what my, my answer to the question is why do you think she's in a wedding dress in the middle of a river? Taking pictures, <laughs> you know, it's it's not something that you just look at. It's something that you stop and think about. Yes. Okay, now same river. No, uh, okay. Sipsy River in Bankhead National Forest, just north of Double Springs. Uh, to go to Double Springs because nobody knows where it is. You go to Coleman, turn back west, go about sixty miles. Uh, Double Springs is in the middle of, of Winston County, literally in the middle of nowhere. Um, and that was his secret shooting spot. <laughs> yeah. Well, the, the, the Sipsy is a nice long river. So if anybody else wants to shoot there, you probably won't be in my background. Um, that is Turner. Uh, I think she's from around Hartzell. Um, Turner, you know, I, I said earlier that a good model will make you look like a better photographer than you are. Turner, Turner is an example. Um, we we got to the point very, very quickly where we used what I call telepathic posing. Yeah. You know, the, the water running and the breeze, leaves, the wind and all uh -huh. that's hard to hear. Right. But I, I would I would I would point to an arm and she would move the arm where I wanted it. Mm -hmm. And and you know, when you get that going back and forth where each one of you understands what the other one's looking right, for, right. It, it's, it's, it's great to shoot that way. Yes, it is. Yes, it and is. You say, can you? And she does it. And you say, click. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. I love this. My daughter and son-in-law, uh, that shot took a long time. We, uh, we had to wait for him to get back from Iraq. Uh, then we had the coronavirus. The pandemic started while he was in Iraq. Uh, delayed him getting back for several months. Um, he got back home. They got married in a circuit court judge's office. You know, no big wedding because of the coronavirus. There's a lot of right. that going on. Yes, yes. Um, then they moved away to where he's stationed and they came back several months later with the wedding dress and his dress blues. And we finally got to take the photos. Um, bitter cold, bitter cold on that day. And we were going to shoot outside, but it was Ooh. so cold. My, uh, my, my red haired daughter was turning blue. <laughs> so we, we went inside. This is at a place called low mill in Huntsville. Um, used to be a textile mill, used to make, uh, used to make combat boots. Okay. Um, it is the largest 
uh, what do they call it? It's like an incubator for artists and such. They have booths all in there. It's, uh, I forget how many thousands of square feet, 30,000 square feet, something like that. Um, so you, lots of light like that, lots of texture like that. And, uh, you know, you can find all sorts of interesting places to shoot just walking around. Um, that is just with the window light. And I was framing the shot when she turned to look at me. And luckily I had the camera up at that point. And she, you know, when she turned to look at me, my, my brain said, yep, there it is. Click. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I, th I think that's part of, that's a big part of photography. People say, how, you know, how did you get that shot? Well, I had my camera with me. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. How many times have you heard people say, man, I wish I had my camera with me. Right. I have my camera with me right now. Right. And you were ready at just that one moment right there. I had it up ready to go when she just happened to turn and, and, and look. Uh, Yunju Pan, who is uh, back home in Taiwan now, but I think she's coming back to the States in August. This was shot at Athens State College in Athens. Um, these black and whites, I, I've heard people say, oh, my color was off on this, so I converted it to black and white. You know, like black and white is used to cover up you know, nah. uh, uh, other other photography's sins. <laughs> um, these were shot black and white. Yeah, on purpose. Right, right. Um, this entire set was done in black and white on purpose. Uh, her wardrobe, as we were kicking around the ideal, she said, "I'm I've got white tennis shoes. I've got a white shirt that's perfect. I'll wear my blue jeans, and it'll it'll look great in uh, in monochrome." And we shot probably 60 shots out there, all of them not shot in color and converted to black and white when I mm -hmm. got home, but, right. but shot in the camera, mm -hmm. black and white, mm -hmm. purposefully. Um, and, and, and on this one, this is right in front of the Athens State Police Department, right in the middle of the road. And one of the uh, Athens State uh, police officers was, would walk by every few minutes. He'd stop and watch us. Uh, shoot. Turned out he was um, into photography, but had never really shot with a model, and he right. was kind of stopping to watch. <laughs> I asked lessons. him, I said, man, are you trying to run us off? And He says, no, I'm just watching. Y'all do, y'all go. Do you think? <laughs> All right, fine. I can traffic off of you. <laughs> yeah, it'll be great. This was recent. Uh, Kaimoga Falls in Childersburg, Alabama, down in Talladega National Forest. Um this is Alice. This was Alice's second time posing for photos ever. Uh, the first time was last month at one of the meet and greets in Birmingham. Okay. Um, she actually, I mean, second time posing for photos. H have you ever had one of those shoots where you, you know that your job is just to work the controls on the camera and try not to mess up the shot? Yes. Just keep up mm -hmm. and, and, and and take pictures of what the model's throwing at the lens. And natural. The, this is, I said, stand over there. The light's great. She said, what, do I, what should I do? I said, be you. 
and I backed off. This was a, I think this was with my 7200. Um, so I, I, I was free holding it, and uh, she just started doing her thing and, and click, click, click. And uh, before the question is asked, there was no saturation turned up in, uh, in Lightroom on that photo. That's the color. So the, the red dress and the green background, it had rained a lot. So it was nice and green behind her, and the contrast was just there. Um, you know, at, at that point, you don't go give imposing instructions. Right. You you just operate the controls on the camera and frame the shot and click it and try not to mess it up. Right. I would, I would like to see an image of her maybe one or two with the hair off of her off of her face face a little bit and then also one or two with her smiling mm-hmm. i'm just i'm i am a fan of i want someone to show me your personality show me you're having fun the, you're over the what i call the abercrombie and fitch pose yeah 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 I that i am i am <laughs> Thomas, you've got some great images. I thank you so much for bringing those images here to share with us. I mean, I'm, again, I try and pick out some things that I would change mm-hmm. or make an image better. I can find anything, okay? I mean, I, I would not change anything. Uh, I was kind of hoping you would. <laughs> nope, nope. I, mean, I look at my photos from two years ago, and I think, man, I like that. Then what was I thinking? And then photos from six months ago. I, you know, I liked that then, but I'm deleting that off of social media because I, <laughs> I just can't. It's a constant process, and and you know things that you liked you don't like now, and 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 you you don't stop learning. You don't stop learning the techniques. You don't stop learning lighting, and the most important thing, you don't stop learning how to interact with your subject. Very, very important. You got to be able to talk to people if you're going to do portrait work. Right. You got yes. to be able to give instructions either from this close or from 200 feet back, which is more challenging. Uh, Thomas, in the few minutes we've got left, what is a topic that you feel we do not talk about or talk about enough. I think it's very, very important, especially for newer models, for younger models, ones who maybe don't have the life experience necessary to to jade them a little bit, to, to make them watchful. Uh, I, I think it's important to know that not everything you see on social media is legitimate that there are there are people out there who certainly do not have your best interest in mind and to be watching for those people um if you see an ad on a facebook group where a guy says uh hey we're doing a i I need five models to do a, a a shoot in miami we're paying uh $2,500, $2,500, you'll be down there for three days. And the only photos you have on your profile are are stuff you took with right. a cell phone and they're contacting you with this. Okay, that's obvious. That's just obvious. Um, 
if you look on, if a photographer, quote unquote, um, contacts you and tries to say, hey, uh, you know, I'm looking for a model to do X, Y, Z. Go to his profile. If his profile is locked down, block him. Right. Exactly right. If you look, there should be some indication on his profile that he at least knows which end of a lens to look through. There should be photos. And if you look at all the photos and the styles are vastly different, red flag, block him. Um, one thing that I do a lot, I reverse search the images. And I find, you know, okay, this image is is in a thousand other places on the internet. This was pulled off the internet. This was pulled off somebody else's website. This this is a complete scam. Um, a lot of them are scammers. <clears throat> We've run across a couple. You know of a couple. Um, one thing that I do, because models contact me, and they say, you know, hey, do, in fact, I had it happen uh, recently. Do you know this guy? And turned out I did know that guy. Right. Mm-hmm. And I said, yeah, I've, I, I know him. I've shot with him. You know, I, 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 he knows his gear. He was easy to get along with. You know, if you want an escort to go with you, let me know. I'll go with you. Um, one thing that I do, though, if, if I see an ad, say, in a certain group that we're not in anymore, mm-hmm. and uh, the guy says, hey, I'm doing a shoot in, in Tishomingo County, Mississippi. Right. I go to their sex offenders registry from Mississippi. <laughs> wow. You'd be amazed. Absolutely amazed. Wow. I did it. And the the guy in question used his picture from his sex offender registry profile on his Facebook. He just cropped it and cut the eyes out. Everything else was the same. Everything else was the same. And I, I look, another tip for models, look on their friends list. If their friends list is blocked, shut it down. This guy had 600 friends on his Facebook page. 598 were women. He went through, he had, I don't know, 20 named Amber. He just typed women's names in and started sending friend requests. And people said, okay, 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 or accept, accept, accept. So, you know, that's another tip. Don't just accept friend requests from whoever. Do a little digging. I also have looked at someone's about info. Yeah. If they show no workplaces, no education places, no this, no that, nope, not for me. Or he says, I'm a photographer in Chattanooga, and you look, and only it's about info, it says that he lives in Karachi, Pakistan. Right. And, and he his likes are all, you know, music groups and university, University right. of Cairo or something, whatever. Uh, you know this this person is not who they. I mean, that's easy. It's not the dumb ones that are difficult. It's the smarter ones that are difficult. I have mentioned in the past, standing around other photographers. Hey, when we get a new photographer come in, you know, I'll pay, I'll pair them off. My daughter used to come to these, and we'd get a new guy, and I'd say, go shoot with that guy, because I knew I knew she she'd handle herself, and she knew to text me right if anything went sideways at all, which uh, if you're going to do that in public anyway, there's, there's something wrong with you. Um, 
I said, we, you know, one of us will pair up and we'll, we'll, we'll just shadow the new folks. And one of our guys that's been coming for a couple of years, he looked, he said, was that what you were doing? <laughs> I said, yeah, that's what I was doing. He said, I wonder why you were following me around. Uh, now you know. <laughs> okay, uh, Thomas, for the people that are are wanting and will want to get in, in contact with you, how may they do so? Uh, Facebook is Thomas Neal Photography. Um, Instagram is Thomas Neal Photography. Uh, probably easiest to message me on either of those. The meet and greets are uh, North Alabama Photography Meet and Greet the with the ampersand, not the word and. Uh, the Birmingham one is Central Alabama Photography Meet and Greet. Thomas Neal, I appreciate you so much being here. You have been just wonderful. I love having a photographer here to talk to. I've said it before. I always will. It's like Christmas morning. Christmas morning for me, okay? Thank you, Thomas. I appreciate the invitation. Thank you for tuning into the Model Connection Podcast. Please like, follow, and subscribe on social media and everywhere you get your podcast. Links are in the description. Thank you and bye-bye.